Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media back on the air. And I'm so excited. This is the relaunch of Inspire Radio, and we have got a great show for you today. This is the Martin Luther King Holiday Weekend, and so it's a great weekend to kick things back off, and now I'm adding in all this new stuff like uh, Facebook Live, so if you're on Facebook Live, you can see me actually doing the broadcast for Inspire Radio. I'm going to... um, and just let you know how excited I am about this. And uh, my auntie was all excited when she heard I was <laughs> kicking it back on air. And uh, there's always fun stuff going on when you do it, though. And so I uh, had a little glitch here, but you know what? You just keep it moving, moving, moving. So I'm going to improvise a little bit here, and I hope you'll just go right along with this because I want to really open up the show with a song by Mahalia Jackson, uh, by Mahalia Jackson, and it is that song of how I got over. We know about Dr. Martin Luther King and the leader that he actually has been for so many of us over the years, and we want to celebrate. We want to celebrate. My bishop will be speaking tomorrow at a church uh, here in the area. And, um, of course, you won't be able to get to it, but that's all good. And um, we've got a bunch of stuff going on. And it's been a very exciting time um, just, you know, all around. And today, in addition to celebrating the King holiday, I'm also going to be talking a little bit with you about an event coming up next Saturday. I'll be there. It is called, guess what? It's called Jump Into January with jeans and jump jump into January with jeans and Jesus. It's being hosted by my friend and alum, Allegra Hall. So you don't want to miss this show because it's going to be I'm showing let me do this episode thing. It's going to be phenomenal and you're going to really, really enjoy it. And if you're interested in the meantime in calling in to the show, you can call in to 929-477-2869, and let's crank this up just a little bit with some How I Got Over by Mahalia Jackson at the March, 1963 March on Washington with Dr. King's wonderful I Have a Dream speech. Don't play for it. 
Okay, folks, it's Roberta again, and Roberta Sparks. I muted myself. Now you should be able to hear me, but I'm going to give you a little bit more of Mahalia Jackson. I'm having a bit of a technical difficulty with my other um, file, but I'm going to get it all queued up, and we're going to make this thing happen. But I'm just glad that you could be here, and if you got some friends, tell them to join in on the Facebook Live. Um, in the meantime, like I said, I'm getting the other interview all queued up with Allegra Hall of Women Walking in Wisdom. Uh, we met at Regent University and Seminary, and she's a really dynamic woman. Here we go with my one of my role models, Mahalia Jackson. Here we go again. Was the late great Mahalia Jackson. Wow. Well, we know again this is the King birthday celebration. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. I can remember the day he was actually assassinated. Being um, at my grandmother's and being outside at our water pump. She was out at the water pump. I was in the house and I was watching the TV and I can just remember racing out. And mother, mother, Dr. King has been shot. I'll never forget it. I mean, I felt as much concern as any of the adults were because it was like, oh, Lord, there goes our hope is the way it felt for me as a young person and uh, just a little kid. And so we're glad that we now have the King holiday to celebrate. And during President Obama's um administration, they used it always as a time of service, that you go out and give service in the community. And so I hope that that is what people will still do, because that's still very important. And we don't want to miss out on that opportunity, because that's what Dr. King was all about. Do you have memories of the late Dr. King uh, that you would like to share? Please call in, if so, at 929 929- Four seven seven two eight nine six. Again, it's Roberta. Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and I am the host of Inspire Radio. And I want to hear from you. You want to be heard? <laughs> Somebody's always ready to listen. So please, 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 please uh, tune in 
and let us hear from you, your memories of the late Dr. Martin Luther King. When did you first hear of him? When did you learn uh, more about the movement? And how old were you or where were you during the civil rights movement? Um, I'm having a lot of fun here with my uh, board, my dashboard, and uh, but we're going to hear Allegra Hall very shortly. And uh, her event comes up this Saturday in College Park, Maryland, at the College Park Marriott Conference Center. It's actually sold out, but you still want to um, get some information about it. And I think that you'll be glad that you did because um, other things, other events will be coming up that you'll want to take part in or in the future, I'm sure. And so you don't want to not be in the swing of things. It's very important to, to be in the mix and to stay on top of what's going on in the nation's capital because we've always got something going on uh, there, right? Everybody knows that's how we do it. And so um, she's got over 200 women coming to the event. This is actually the ninth year for this event. It is incredible. I went for the first time last year myself, and I am telling you I was blessed so much. I will be there with bells and whistles on. I got trying on my jeans for this event. Uh, again, it's called Jump Into January with Jeans on Jesus. And the thing this year is refuel, refuel. How do you get that energy and get revved up to do the things that God's called us to do in this particular year? Well, if you come on up over to Washington, D.C., maybe you have to hang out somewhere in the hallway, I guess. <laughs> if it's just sold out, um, you'll be able to learn more about uh, the event. And there are events coming up also in the um, summer, I believe, that you'll not want to miss. I'm going to try an alternate way in a moment to get this to uh, come up for us. And so um, just bear with me. I've got so many different little things that I tell you, like I said, when you do live radio, it's nothing like doing uh, TV because <laughs> the radio just really has a mind of its own. It looks like it's all uh, queued up and ready to go. Let me pop back over into the studio. There we go. And here is my interview with Allegra Hall. Wonderful. Okay. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio and Inspire Radio. My guest today is none other than Mrs. Allegra Hall, who is the founder and executive director of Women Walking in Wisdom. And she has a terrific conference coming up called Jump Into January with Jeans and Jesus. And uh, we're going to be celebrating that on January the 20th, starting at 9 a.m. over at the, tell us the location, please, Mrs. Hall. At the uh, College Park Marriott and Conference Center, right there on the campus of uh, University of Maryland. The hotel is a beautiful, beautiful hotel, newly restored, mm-hmm. renovated, and it's right next to the University of Maryland's uh, football stadium. So it's on that side of, of the um, of the campus, beautiful place, very peaceful. How excellent. And the food is 
fantastic. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Get ready for that. Well, we want to talk a little bit today to just shed a little more light on why this conference is so important for women to attend and also what your vision is for the women that actually attend. Um, it is a Christian-based conference, and many times people cannot make the connection between how, you know, attending such an event actually helps you in the marketplace, in your leadership positions, whether they're civic or in a religious organization. And I really want to get to the bottom of that, okay, <laughs> for some mm-hmm. folks and see if we can sort that out. Um, and so, you know, a non-church speak, we're going we're gonna to do our best. Mm-hmm. Um, let me start by asking about you, because you are a 21st century woman. Uh, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a business owner, you're a conference host. Obviously, you launched this ministry uh, called uh, Women Walking in Wisdom many years ago, and it's grown from its inception to hundreds of women from all over the place. And the conference has, you know, hundreds of women, like up to 300 and so forth. I don't even know if I have the accurate count. And uh, it's in its ninth year. And not only that, the women come in from five different states. Mm-hmm. So you are a phenomenon to be reckoned with yourself. Tell me, wow. let's talk a little bit about you. I recall that you are a former political staffer, turned TV producer, turned mompreneur, and a conference host, and actually a publisher of a magazine. I left that part out. So let's talk a little bit about your transition. You came to Washington as a political staffer, correct? I did, yes. Oh, so many years ago. <laughs> well, it hasn't been that long, but it was long enough. Um, and, Roberta, thank you for having me on your show. I really do appreciate sure. it. It is a blessing and an honor um, to to be on your show. I do really uh, appreciate that. But, yes, I came to D.C. to work on the Hill for a senator at the time, and it was um, – Educational. Oh, my yes. gosh. You know, I was just a, a girl from Jersey, and uh, then I lived in Pennsylvania in the uh, Valley for a while there, and it was just a beautiful, restful place. Um, just a handful of people, you know, in the town, that kind of thing. And then you come to D.C. and it's like night and day. I mean, it's oh, a lot yeah. to, to just be, uh, get acclimated to the pace. Uh, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. going somewhere. Everybody's walking with importance, you know. And uh, and then the, the new lingo, the language of D.C., you know, you've got to learn all of that and um, – yeah, it, it was it was a, a change in my life, but um, the Lord had it that way, and I grew and developed as um, a professional, but also personally as a woman. And uh, yeah, well, that's that's how I I came here. Working on the hill is there's nothing like it. It's like boot camp. I guess well, I was the best <laughs> to describe it. Mm-hmm. I was going to yeah. ask, what specific skills do you feel you developed from being a political staffer? I mean, I, I can only imagine how fast things change <laughs> by the minute. <laughs> so. 
Well, you know, there's this misnomer uh, out there that people who work for the government um, are just getting a paycheck and not really putting in any time and effort, and you know, because it's always this red tape and things take a long time. Well, the reason for that is that we're dealing with millions of requests, literally. And um, I can think of the days I was there, I didn't go home before. You know, you always worked a 12, a 14, a 16-hour day. You lived for the job, right? You were the job. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why there's also such a high turnover because you can only do that for so long, right? But uh, if you want to have another kind of a life, if you want to have any kind of a life outside of of work. So um, I think what I mostly learned out of that was how to juggle things and to prioritize. I think I also learned the importance uh, of networking um, because so many times it wasn't um, what you know, as they always say, it's who you know. And that's that's true on every level. Um, So I think that was the most important thing. And also just to see uh, really to work in the government is an honor itself because you're actually Mm -hmm. serving the American people. I know people talk about it. They wave the, the flag and think that, you know, that's all so cliche, but honestly, for those people who are really there, they could be making a lot more money other places. So many people are there as a, um, a duty to their, to their a, a, a more of a public service, but a duty to their fellow Americans. Yeah. Wow. That is, I love it. A duty to your fellow Americans. And then <laughs> to, to obtain uh, more balance in your life, you made a transition and went in something that's like totally different or seems totally different and it mm-hmm. got into the media field and became a, a producer, a TV producer. Tell us mm-hmm. about that transition, if you would, please, and what you learned from that. I think um, all of us have the potential for many things. Um, maybe in the days of our moms and our dads and our grandparents, you know, they were – when they were born, they knew what they were going to do. It was like one lane that you went down. You worked in this factory or you became a doctor or, you you know, you were an attorney or you were a farmer, but you knew what you were doing because your father did it and your father's father and so on. But I feel like in our generation and the ones um, coming that there's so many possibilities. Like one minute you want to be a painter, the next minute you're thinking mm-hmm. I can learn how to do coding, right, to really get into science thing. And I think there's so much ability and openness with open markets that you find out hmm, there's different parts of you. And that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. So as okay. I'm on field, I actually wanted to be on the missions field. So I had no mm-hmm. intentions of going to the city, but it was the Lord who sent me to D.C. So I did that. But then I always wanted to be in ministry. And long, uh, long behold, something came across my desk to uh, go to Regent University, do my master's degree in practical theology. And okay, when I started, the yeah. oh yeah, awesome, awesome course. And of course, that's how I also met, you know, you, <laughs> a wonderful woman <laughs> years ago, who helped me during that time tremendously. Um, but that helped to season me and also to really help to release me from now the hat of being on the hill to, hey, wait, there are other parts of you. Next thing I know, I was working for um, uh, CBN News and um, doing work for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I had the the, um, 
A, the desire, but, you know, it takes a certain kind of creativity to write, to produce, to create, and um, there I am. Wow, and so you've really, it sounds like, delved into the field of journalism, embracing it. You're a member of one of the national clubs. Is it the National Press Club, if I have it correct? Club. Yeah, I love it there. Mm-hmm. Really great people. They have so many, um, well, regular events, and then, of course, there's teachings that they do that you can learn and really bone up on your skills for all those would-be journalists and people who are journalists and been in this business for 20 years and 30 years, and um, you can still have an opening for learning. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And then you've done some other, I believe, training. I remember you were in New York at a big conference and training, and then you're, I think, at, you know, various types of events you've actually been to and gotten additional training. Tell us mm-hmm. just a little bit. You don't have to say by name, but some of the types of training that you also equip yourself with as you became a TV producer. Well, I think there's, there are many things, but one, I took a course which I highly recommend on public speaking, whether you um, take it at the community college or you join Toastmasters, I think it really helps you to gain confidence uh, and strength, strengthen your um, your thoughts and even your thought process and then how you verbalize um, your ideas and are you really getting thoughts across to people that they can understand? Um, so, I would suggest that. I definitely did that. I also did a a coaching um, certificate so I can learn how to listen to people and be able to really observe and, yep, and to not only observe but absorb what they're really saying to me and then be able to give it back. You know, sometimes people are talking, you're already thinking of the answer. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the coaching um, segment, you know, you really have to take time to clear your mind to hear the person so that you're able to be that sounding board. You're able to allow the person to be transparent. So these are some of the things that I did along uh, along the way and more. So, yeah. And that mm-hmm. that was at the graduate level, correct? The coaching yes. training? Yeah. The graduates. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You know, there's so many coaching sort of programs or certificates that go out. And right. what you've done distinguishes you because this was actually at the graduate level being taught by a uh, Ph.D. and all of his other uh, groups of people. So that's, that's excellent, excellent, and definitely makes you uh, more well-rounded, which is why I say you're a 21st century woman. And from there, I want to begin to try to tell all the stories because I know you're a writer. You also write and publish out on the uh, internet, where can we find articles that you may have done or publications mm-hmm. or things that you put in print? So we have a magazine. The Ministry of Women Walking in Wisdom has a magazine called Living Wisely. And we publish that a few times a year. And what we try to do is to teach people how to live a more healthy, wealthy, and wise life. So we do articles, obviously, on health and your well-being, your physical well-being, your spiritual development, you know, and um, your mental development. So we try to talk to women who have already been through a situation and now have a, a, a revelation of God and are at a peaceful place and can explain how to get through these journeys. And then um, we have businesses that come in and they'll talk to us from how to uh, raise your business in a biblical principle. 
so these are, are some of the things that we do um, in the magazine, and it's been really rewarding because, you know, you hear the big names, right? You're T.D. Jakes and Creflo mm-hmm. Dollars, all of these guys. But, you know, there are millions of stories out there of God touching folks' lives. And you don't hear about mm-hmm. it unless you're right. in that sphere. So we This is Roberta. Roberta inspires on the media. I'm sorry you didn't get to hear all of it. I do invite you to uh, tune in and pay attention on my Facebook page and also on the Inspire Radio page, and you'll get to hear more of this interview, and I'll tell you where the full interview will be. Just remember that Dr. Sharon Arnestic out of Arizona, the pastor and author of Children for Greatness, will be the keynote fireball speaker at the event. I want to read with you in celebration as we conclude a bit of the I Have a Dream a speech that we are all so familiar with. And I hope that it will touch your heart the way it has touched so many. Now is the time, Dr. King said, to make justice a reality for all of God's children, all of God's children. And he goes on to say it would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. This sweltering summer of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until there is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. And we celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King, who said, I have a dream that one day, on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day, even in the state of Mississippi, a sweltering, state sweltering with the heat of injustice, he goes on to say that he had a dream that his four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged okay. by the color of their skin. So she started making little um, fortune cookies, right? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.